you asked about like Irish National Theatre, is that what you asked? Yeah. yeah. Irish Theatre, where did it come from? What is it doing and where is it going? He was pacing backstage, waiting for the riots to happen. From the earliest days of independence to more recent questions about representation, we ask what is theatre's place in Ireland and what is Ireland's place in theatre? Not needing like a theatre audience necessarily, but like an event audience. Through interviews and conversations with experts and enthusiasts, we explore the history, controversies and future of theatre in a country so well known for it. It's very hard to kind of totally unpick it all when you're part of it. Because theatre should be for everyone. I'm Sarah O'Sullivan and this is Fail Better. Now that we've established where Irish theatre came from, let's now look at what Nicholas Green said. Irish theatre isn't just centralised in one place. It's all over the country. But how all over the country is it really? Last episode, we focused largely on the Abbey Theatre, which was the first subsidised theatre in the English-speaking world. Being among the first theatres to be largely government-funded, it was nationwide in its vision. According to an open letter to the theatre in 2018, the Abbey received just over 10% of the Arts Council's overall budget that year and 50% of their theatre budget. The rest of the theatre budget, meanwhile, was divided among the remaining venues, companies and projects all around Ireland. But the lion's share does go to venues in Dublin, the Gate Theatre, for example. Aaron Monaghan is an actor, as well as a producer, director and founder of Live and Dread, a Monaghan-based theatre company. National theatre, I feel, should be all over the country and people should have access to it. You're very limited when you're living down in the country and, and you shouldn't be just because you choose to, um, you live in a, or maybe you don't have a choice, you're forced to live in a, a certain part of the country. You, sh- you should not um, be deprived of access to art. Um, in the way that the rest of the country is kind of privileged to. I kind of feel really strongly about that. Of the 7 million euro the Abbey Theatre was granted by the government in 2018, only 200,000 euro in that budget was allocated for tours. And you could argue that those interested in theatre could travel to cities to see productions, that funding cannot reach every corner of the country. But that may not be the best excuse. Here's Aaron again. Because all parts of the country are taxpayers and um, they, 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 you know, we're, we're a very lucky country in many ways. Look, I know we always talk about the fact that we're, you know, there's never enough funding, but we are incredibly well uh, subsidised in many respects compared to other countries and stuff like that. So, uh, and we don't have, we don't have a thriving uh, commercial theatre sector. So, the, you know, theatre is is held up a lot by subs- subsidies and that's paid into by every taxpayer in the country. So the fact that, like, so much of it is going into Dublin or into cities and it's not going to uh, remote places is kind of scandalous. And there is interest there. Local theatre companies and amateur dramatic productions are not uncommon in Ireland. In fact, they can be what breeds an interest in the arts in the first place. One such example is playwright Alton Pringle. Alton comes from Donegal, where even the journey to Letterkenny was a long one, and his passion and early knowledge of theatre didn't come from professional productions. His definition of Ireland's theatre was a more local one. 
this is going to sound a bit wanky, but I think about um, Amdram a lot because I came from Amdram. That's where I first started, like working in like little parish halls up in Donegal. And like there's a such a huge amateur drama scene in Ireland. And I think like we do have like theatre is in us, if, even if it is going to the local hall to see Mall by John Bikin for the 10,000th time, like and laughing at the same terrible anti-priest jokes but like th- there is a culture of theatre going across the country and I kind of think there is a an embedded nationalness to it all So the interest is there and Amdram is filling the gap How can subsidised theatre be profitable and beneficial to all communities in Ireland? In the summer of 2022 a survey went around searching for the missing audience As COVID-19 restrictions fully lifted Theatre Forum had a number of venues distribute the survey to find out why there were lower audience numbers than expected. Just over half of those surveyed were aged 45 to 64, and over 30% were above 65. It explains then why one of the main reasons for hesitancy was anxiety in crowded places, a difficult thing when large numbers of loyal audience members are in a more vulnerable age bracket. But the most interesting and damning result of the survey was that audience members claimed they were not returning to specific venues because they weren't interested in the shows programmed. Out of 10 possible options, more than half said there was nothing lined up that they wanted to see. So perhaps it's not an audience that is lacking, but the work that's alienating. Here's Aaron again. When... A local drama group puts on uh, The Beauty Queen of Linan. Does every person in the village go and support their local? You know, there is definitely an audience there, but that same audience won't necessarily go and see, you know, um, a doll's house in the gate. And there's some sort of psychological uh, gap there. There's, there, there, there's a... Uh, there's a synaptic leap. There's there, there's something there, and I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that people like us who are making theatre, making art, we're not reaching out to those people. That audience is certainly there. That audience will pack out an amateur drama production and will support their local teams and their local groups, and they'll pack it out for a week. And yet. Either we're making the wrong stuff. And you know, I've had this argument, like you go around in circles with it. Yeah, but if you make the stuff that they want to see, then you're dumbing it down. And then I even have this argument. It gets me really mad about, well, do, you, do we want to see another John B. Keane? And I keep on saying, well, what's wrong with John B. Keane? And it's it's kind of our philosophy with Live and Dread. Sometimes you do have to give them something that they really, really like to build an audience. And then they'll trust you for the next one where you kind of go, okay, I might try a little, little bit of Beckett on this one. Theatre is many things. It's a spectacle, it's political, it's community-driven, it's thought-provoking, it's fun. Most of all, it's a collective activity, both in making it and watching it. There are companies like Druid or Aaron's company Live in Dread that make it their mission to bring theatre to as many corners of the country as possible. There are efforts from those bigger theatre companies and venues in Dublin, but clearly not enough. And it's not about changing the work. It's not about dumbing anything down, but building trust with an audience and presenting them with high quality work. Druid is renowned in Ireland and abroad for the work they produce. And they can provide a strong example for what it means to tour meaningful, high quality work. 
And Aaron knows this because, as well as running his own company, he's a member of the Druid Acting Ensemble. The same production that could be uh, doing the Lincoln Centre in New York will also have just been doing um, Skibbereen in County Cork the week before. And I've been on that tour where you're in Skibbereen one week and New York the next week. That's a phenomenally difficult thing to do. to go to the far ends of the country and still be delivering the same work, the same quality of work, the same scale of work that is able to tour internationally. Um, but it is possible to be doing, and I, I think I think we should, a lot more of us should be thinking in that same way. I know it's something that we have, live and dread have modeled ourselves on that Druid uh, way of thinking and that Druid model. I mean, the advantage is that the 50 years of doing it, you know, and they are indeed well-practiced. They've done successful tours of Waiting for Godot and Shakespeare's Richard III in partnership with the Abbey. And in the summer of 2022, they toured Billy Roach's Cavalcaders, sensing audience members around the country wanted something more cheerful. Aaron actually directed that production. They seem to have mastered that mix and audiences trust their work. They can present classic or funny theatre for wide appeal and then claim their audience for maybe less accessible work like Beckett. Aaron understands the importance of what Druid does, of bringing theatre to the audience for the audience. And while those places outside of the cities may not be getting the largest share of the funding, good work is popping up all over the country. Theatre awards were won in 2022 by productions in Kilkenny, Galway, Donegal and even Inishore. The question then is how to nurture this culture and how to engage locals in it. I must make clear that these interview snippets and this whole project come from a place of passion. I interview people who care deeply about theatre and only want the industry to improve because they know it can. In a country that funds the national theatre with taxpayer money, It's only fair that taxpayers should be given ample opportunity to avail of that investment. And those passionate about making theatre should also be passionate about bringing that to the audience. The audience is there after all. They just need to be let in. Fail Vetter is written, presented and edited by me, Sarah O'Sullivan. The theme music is by Theo Foley. Interviews included in this episode are from Aaron Monaghan and Alton Pringle. Special thanks to DCU, the Pavilion Theatre, Leslie and Ambrose O'Sullivan, Maya Perdue and Kevin O'Leary. <laughs>